Hello, welcome to another week of Makeup, Masking, and Murder. Happy Monday. Um, today I'm so excited. I am bringing back an all-time fave guest. You've all loved oh, her so last nice. episode. It was banger. I was, <laughs> I was obsessed with her story of Lavinia and what was the husband's John. name? John. I've got Sam Opal. Yay, Yay. I'm back. You're back. And it I'm was so, so fun last time. I'm so it happy really was. Back. And yeah. honestly, guys, her, her thing aired like yesterday. And I'm like, come back again. I'm obsessed with you. So I'm so happy to have you back again. Thank you. You did so great on the last one. Today, we're kind of going to follow shift some gears. easter eggs yeah. and then shift some gears yeah. and it's gonna be fun so i've kind of already asked you you know all the brow questions all about brow hive but i did come in for walk-in wednesday you did yes, yes I got i'm to so see happy you. my brows are dark again they're not blonde as can be Tinting and it was the best it's it was so, so needed for our blonde brows oh yeah yeah and it was so nice it was so quick i waited like 10 minutes yeah i feel like it usually works out in our favor to where yeah. there isn't a huge wait. The only time I've ever had a really crazy wait is like a Wednesday before a holiday. Yeah. But Which I think people that's... are ready. They have stuff to do on yeah. their phone or they bring like their Oh, fine. yeah. And it's still not that long. But No, literally. I waited like 10 minutes and yeah. I feel like people when they're coming right before the holidays should expect that anyway. You know what I mean? It's yes. like everyone's trying to get in. It's like when you take your car to the shop before the holidays. Exactly. Like, regardless so yeah everyone go in walk in wednesdays the brow hive in holiday utah yeah um come see me will you remind us your website and everything where yes they can it's find you? the dash browhive.com um also at the brow hive i'm on there you can see me under samantha opal o-p-e-l some fun stuff yeah all right well go check them out for sure they are the best and i guess since i saw you last no changes in the brow game anything everything just still yeah, just full brows. Full no brows. Tweezing. Nope. We're, no tweezing. We haven't headed back to 90s yet? No, we're nope. not going to do that. <laughs> Please never. It's one of the trends we're not going to pick back up on. Ooh, we'll do like the like high-waisted 20s. jeans and the white boots, but we're not doing thin brows again. No. Yeah. Nope. We will not let that happen. All right. <laughs> well, let's do our product spotlights. Do you okay. want to go first? Yeah, mine's actually a brow product. Yay! Um, Kelly highlighted on Peach Fuzz, which is honestly mm-hmm. my favorite powder. Oh my I use it every day. Um, We sell that at the Brow Hive. Um, I use that to fill in the sparse areas of my brows, but something that I think is kind of a game changer when you're putting makeup on your eyebrows is using a gel. Mm -hmm. So I use one that we sell at the Brow Hive called um, Brow Food, and I really like it. I have fine, sparse hair that I worked really hard to grow back in. And so I like this one because it's soft, it stays malleable, but it keeps your hair in place. Okay. And then it also has natural peptides in it, which give you kind of, they help promote your hair growth. Oh. Which is always key. Yeah. And then I found if I'm using something that's too tacky, like I like the Anastasia one, but it is very, it's like a firm hold. It's like a hairspray, right? Have you used it? Mm. Right. So my hair is It's like there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. They don't need that much taming. No. And I found when I'm using something that tacky that the hairs on the inside of my mm-hmm. eyebrow, they're so fine and yeah. new. I've actually had them ripped out when I'm <gasps> taking my makeup off with no something way. firm like that. So that's why I like the Yikes. brow food because it has like kind of fibers in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of thickens up your hair, makes it look nice and full. And then there's tinted ones, there's different colors, mm-hmm. and then there's a clear one if Amazing. that's not your Do thing. You guys, you guys don't make that one. 
Do we don't make no. it, but we sell but it sell because it. we love it. And like, okay. I feel like when I'll you're putting powder time. on your eyebrows to fill them in, sometimes you it looks like you can see the difference from your yeah. skin to the powder to the hair. Mm-hmm. And I feel like putting a gel on top of that it just blends like, it all together so it looks like it's just in your hair naturally versus makeup on your skin. I agree. So that's why I love it. I 100% agree. And also, I even feel like when I'm tinted, I'll only use a gel. Yes. Which is so nice. It really is. It's oh. fast. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Gives you a little bit more definition and fullness, yeah. but like no work. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. I'll have to pick one up next time I'm there. You'll, I'm always... You'll love it. I'm always... I've... I always just go back to boy brow, which I love, but I've definitely tried many and not all are created equally. Yeah. See, I like boy brow. It just wasn't pigmented enough Enough. for me. Yeah. I mean, I use the dark brunette of brow food and I just, I I remember when I ordered boy brow, Mm -hmm. I kept checking the bottom every time I used it. I was like, I swear they sent me a blonde, but it was brunette, but I think I'm used to that. I've said other, I've had other people say that, like I picked up my aunt a bottle and she said the same. She was like, oh, I wanted dark brown. I was like, there's only, there, this is dark brown. Exactly. Um, but I even have a friend who's like blonde with dark brown and she uses the black one, I guess. I've never tried it. It feels very risky, especially I feel like mine pick up color like that since I'm like so blonde and right. fair but yes. I would be interested to try it yeah I know maybe that would give you a nice like cooler look too like yeah. versus some browns pull warm on people. yeah so would you say those are warm or cooler because like I feel like um peach fuzz is like the perfect like yes. more ashy but it doesn't show up too ashy like it's like we Kelly created that because um most products oxidize warm on people's mm-hmm. skin. Um, so that's why people's eyebrows tend to look a little warm and orangey mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, and so that's color why... correct the microblading. Exactly. <laughs> it's very useful for that. Um, but the brow food, the dark brunette is very cool. Okay. The, I think it's just called brunette, is a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. And then there's even a blonde one. So, cool. yeah, you okay. can kind of go any direction with those. Well, I'm going to try it out for sure. Good. Um, the product I brought, and I've never done a perfume, but I Ooh, brought a perfume. I'm so happy. And I'm not, like, a huge perfume people. I'm like, a I don't huge buy a perfume lot. person. You are? Yes. I told Kelly last week that, um, people complimenting my scent is my mm-hmm. love language. I love it. <laughs> I love it so why, much. But I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Well, and I, like, always, like, I wear perfume most of the time, but mm-hmm. I, I get headaches. Oh, yeah. Then so, you can. That's how my sister is. So this is. one's the best. Daisy, Mark Jacobs. Have you Ooh, smelled this? No, can Oh, my gosh. I've used... Yeah. Thanks. Use a spray. <laughs> I've used it literally for, like, seven years. I swear. Ooh, like, that's nice. People will be, like... Will smell it. Like, my close friends. And they'll be like, oh, that reminds me of you. No, I really like that. But it's, like, so fresh. It's and it's, like, clean. florally, but not... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. clean. Like, I wouldn't even say it's, like, too floral. Or, yeah. Like, you can tell I literally have a few drops left. I, like, have you another one in my back. That's a cute lid, Bar, too. and yeah, it's such a cute bottle. So, I'm a big fan. I f- it's not too strong that it gives me, like, headaches. And if you're the same, it won't, you know, yeah, it won't give people it's headaches. Light. It's light, but it, like, stays. Yes. Like, it's not... I always laugh because I always love those like Victoria's Secret ones, you know. The body and you sprays. walk out, you walk out of your house and it's off and it's gone. Yeah. So, this is a good one for sure. So, Daisy Mark Jacobs and it's the Oh So Fresh. So I don't know. There might be one that's like a little more. I want to say pigmented. I don't think that's the right word, but um, you know what I mean. Fragranted. Yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> well, we're just making up words here. Yeah, that's but, fine. But yeah, so well, as always, link to these. Cool. So I I didn't even tell Sam what I was going to talk about today. Um, 
Kind of but I know, I know. But I dro- we kind of dropped a little Easter egg. Not really, but I it just like the thoughts kept turning after we were talking about Lavinia about Sweeney Todd. Yes. So I like honestly, I haven't even seen Sweeney Todd. You haven't? No. The extent of my knowledge is like Andy Bernard in the office when he's in the Sweeney Todd play, <laughs> and they burst in and they're like the demon barber of Fleet Street. <laughs> That's so incredible. So I don't even know much. Like I That's know the basic episode. story, but like, is it a movie? It's a great movie, and and it's a play though, right? Yes, it started based as a play. A play musical yeah i love musicals oh my gosh me too if there's Wait, one out there I've do seen you like it. hamilton so i haven't seen it neither have i but oh. have you listened no okay <gasps> am i missing out? guys <laughs> this is sam's oath to listen my cousin becky who you might have heard on some of my episodes yes she literally for years was like i was like i haven't seen it though she's like you just need to listen one day i listened to it start to finish bald bald my wow. ass off. i drive i drove home by myself from california two days ago and I listened to, like, start to finish. Like, and you can tell the story from it. Like, I oh, was like, cool. I'm not going to get it. But you know what's going on. Yeah, they're you. making a movie now with the I original know. cast. Yeah, I I'm can't so wait. excited. Okay, I'm going to have the songs memorized, I guess, before the movie okay. comes out. Perfect. Yeah. It's so good. And you watch Mindhunter, right? Yes. Jonathan Groff, who is, oh my gosh, what's his name? The main guy. Yeah, I can't Who wait. I have the biggest crush on. The curly hair. What's his name? Hmm. They're literally like two people in that show who aren't serial killers. <laughs> um, it's because we have to think of it. We can't. Well, I'm just blocking it out of my mind now because I canceled Mindhunter and I'm so just furious. leave it in the corner. Don't think about it. No, but he's King George in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I That's love exciting. him. So, so excited about that. Yay. Is it only playing? Is it playing like a limited time? I have no idea. It better not be. That'll give me like, I feel like I saw you that it was playing for a day, and I was like, how do I buy a ticket? Into me. <laughs> I know. We're just, now. like, both, like, it's Wait, getting hot. Wait, should we leave and go get tickets? I know. Like, we're going to, Brad, we're just going to step out and go buy tickets right now. Okay. So hey, back so, to well, So you need to watch Sweeney Todd, and okay. I'll listen to okay. Hamilton. Okay, Pinky Promise. Yes. Okay, we got it's it. on. <laughs> okay, so I was like, is Sweeney Todd real? Like... I wouldn't be surprised if this was based off something true. Especially after that crazy story. No one knows. Like, people would say yes. People would say no. I literally was, like, calling everyone I knew today. Like, is this real? Does anyone know? Because the internet is so conflicting. It's a conspiracy. So, there was this guy. His name... Oh, no. I cut off his first name. His last name is Haining. And he, like, wrote a book that was like based off Sweeney Todd but it, it kind of seems like he's one of those guys who's maybe like this conspiracy theorist like ev- like people were discounting what he said a lot but he wrote a book called Sweeney Todd the real story of demon of the demon barber in 1993 and he claims that it's like this perfectly accurate depiction of a real guy okay um so according to him Sweeney Todd was born in the most unfortunate part of London, don't know where that is, but during the (laughs) mid-18th century, and he had, like, a really bad childhood, his parents were, like, neglectful, ended up being an orphan at age 12, and then he was caught stealing and sent to prison for five years. I'm sorry, people murder here and Uh, get out earlier than that. Yeah, I swear. At age 14, he was Uh, caught stealing and went to prison for five years. So he, like, found this guy, this older man, kind of looked up to him, and he was a barber, so he, like, almost apprenticed with him, and he was like, teach me your ways. Then he starts doing, like, this barbering in the prison. 
Um, uh, and it was Newgate Prison is what he says. So, yeah, he... Upon his release, he decided to open a barbershop on Fleet Street. Okay. Which, there we go. Um, and then it says, a testament to his sinister side. He devised a chair that would tip patrons back headfirst into a trap door to a cellar. In the basement, the victim's throat would be slit and their organs taken for use by Mrs. Lovett. Mm-hmm. And also, tell me if these are the same names. From... They sound like it to okay. me. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah. But... Um, who would use these to make pies. <laughs> yes. Yikes. That's, that's the movie. So, 17-year spree. And in 1801, the pair was arrested because of rumors of disappearing sailors. And also, like, so I guess the underground went and it, like, connected to this basement of a church. Mm-hmm. And through the sewer, you could smell the rotting bodies and organs I'd imagine. coming up. Yeah, 17 years. Mm-hmm. Not great. <laughs> but he was only convicted of one murder, and that was of a sailor named Francis Thornhill. And he was hung in front of thousands, literally thousands of people showed up. Um, I want to know how they convicted him. Did they find his body in the basement getting ready to be ground into meat pie? <laughs> <laughs> really painting a picture there, but it's this is what we're here for, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was, I don't think they ever really found, like, well, they probably they just did find decided there was evidence. enough. I think it was one of those things where, like, someone saw him. Well, there's another story that oh, okay. that Let's might depict that. But maybe they just saw him getting his hair cut and then yeah. no one ever saw him again. So yeah. they just kind of put two and two together. That's like very. I wouldn't say, I mean, kids were going to jail for five years for stealing. Women yeah. couldn't get hanged <laughs> if they were married. Like, I wouldn't say this was a very just, like... Yeah, they just had some random rules. Just here and there, whatever the city was feeling. So, but they... Oh, yeah. So, Love It, she ended up committing suicide in prison by drinking poison, which now I'm like, how did she get how poison in prison? How did she get prison? the poison? <laughs> See, like, things kind of don't add up. That's why we she's don't like, know if I've this is real. like, I've just been stashing this in my yeah, pocket. She's, like, just holding on to it. I mean, who knows? Um, and then it says, while Haining's account is enthralling and dark, many says it lacks def- or definitive evidence. Right. However, there were crimes in London that share hauntingly similar traits. So this may kind of be where things come together. So in 1784, the newspaper, the annual register, detailed a victim who had their throat slashed bar- by a barber. Okay. Piece one. Another one. A five-volume biographical record of notorious criminals housed at Newgate published in the late 1700s titled The Newgate Calendar. And there's a detail... Sorry, I have this name. There's a detailed story of a man named Sonny Bean. Very close to Sweeney Todd. (laughs) So similar. That name, Sonny Um, And he was called the man-eater of Scotland, who supposedly robbed people on the street, murdered them, and ate their corpse. Wow. And he, along with his family, because this was a family fair as it is, right? Always. Was executed for these crimes. Then, the next one, James Catnatch, a man notorious for publishing rumors and false tales to get business for his one-page newspaper. (laughs) Published a paper titled A Number of Human Bodies Found in the Shop of a Pork Butcher in 1818. Wow. So, and then the last one was the Minister of Police, 
um, documented murders in 1800 during his 16 years in the position. These murders committed by a Parisian barber were in cahoots with a pastry chef who supposedly made and sold pies with the meat of his victims. Oh, wow. So then that kind of spiraled into this, you know, as we spiral. And <laughs> I found this other story that was like, no, Sweeney Todd wasn't even British. He was Parisian. Okay. Yeah. So, and I maybe should have looked up the The internet is a wild place. You I can know. just find anything you kind of want and keep I, going with it. I know. Which is like, doesn't mean it's true, yeah, I guess. But, but we're no, just going to run with it. keep going with this one. So, this story goes that in the 14th century, um, the Saints lay de la Cité. 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 I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have some people in France listening oh, now, which yeah, is very exciting. But I'm very sorry for the pronunciation <laughs> that's about to happen. And you should not message me mean things, but <laughs> just be patient. Thank you. Um, one of the two naturally occurring islands in... Okay, I do need to know how to say that, though. That's a very common thing. Because that means river there, right? Same. S-E-I-N-E. Nope, I don't know I don't either. Know. I'm just the village idiot over here. Okay. <laughs> and the Seine was home to Rue des Marmosets, or a street of the Marmosets. There along the tiny walking street was a butcher shop. Next to the bar- next door was a barber shop. Okay. Sound familiar? Okay, it yeah. does. So then the butcher shop was supposedly well known for their meat pies and pâtés, so much that even King Charles the... V is five, right? The sixth? Yes. Yes. The sixth was allegedly considered a fan. The murderous game was simple. The barber would slit the throats of the poor victims and would send the bodies off to the butcher. There's even a song about it. The story of this nefarious arrangement was explained in the French ballad Le Ru- or La Rue des Marmosets, which features the line, He carried on this horrible trade and no one could resist him. In his cellar, he polished them off. <laughs> His accomplice, a villainous pie merchant next door. Wow. Yeah, just They have a jingle. Yeah. (laughs) That is how they advertise, actually. Yeah. Um, And also, I would like to change my theme song to that from now on, please. (laughs) That'll be cute. (laughs) Nope. That one actually seems a little less theatrical, maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit more realistic. Yeah. Yeah. So... And, well, this almost, too. Allegedly, the barber liked to prey on foreigners, especially students, because there would be fewer people that were coming to look for them. But the murderous affair came to an end after three long years, however, thanks to a loyal dog. Of course. Of course, right? When the dog's owner, a German student, didn't come out of the barber shop, the dog began to bark. Day and night, he wailed (laughs) until police finally investigated. Then and there, the jig was up. And I the, love that the police were like, this dog. I know. It's just figure wailing. Out what's wrong with it. <laughs> the villains were discovered, and they were executed in front of City Hall, and their shops were destroyed. The dog even received a bronze statue to commemorate uh, his breaking the case. What a gem. Honestly, that's a story that's that a great story. it's got everything. Yeah, and actually, I don't know why I said that one's less... Yeah, but when it has a theme song, but I mean, there's no like trap doors. Yeah, no, it's not you know? like trap door, like rolling on yeah. the yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow, that's but, crazy. So, Sweeney yeah. Todd is he real? If you know, let me know on YouTube. I found this comment and I just have to read it. Please oh, do. It was something else. He said, This guy. Um, um, um. 
LOL, I've met his great great grandson, nicest bloked friend of mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. I'm like, wow. He's like, yes, great family. Great, great family. <laughs> Love. Comes from a great set of come over on Sunday for dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, I feel like great great grandson, is that long enough? I don't think that'd be long enough. So He's stretching. He's stretching it yeah. a bit. They have yeah. long family lives. Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna buy it <laughs> sorry youtuber number three i don't know i was gonna make up some username and didn't even know how <laughs> do they start with numbers no probably not That's but yeah stuff. so that is oh and one last thing the other big point this peter haining that was his name peter haining made was that he was like it was the same time as jack the ripper and like oh. everyone knew who sweeney todd was which again no they didn't because right. no one still knows right but they're like so it just didn't have any attention so he huh. that was like one of his big things why he was like there's not more information on this because everyone was more worried about that interesting so there's the maybe I like story that tie in to our last episode i know was i was fun. like we left a little easter egg and i think we need to go yeah. with that so you have some ghost stories for us though i right? have ghost stories and i think i told you the other day i was at my sister's talking to our friends mm-hmm. asking them for intel <laughs> and then just I never get scared. I watch a lot of ghost hunting shows, and I could not sleep. (laughs) It was so bad. No, but I get that. But I think what it was was um, we were talking about it all day, and then I went home that night, and my husband and I sleep with the window cracked. We're a little cuckoo, but... um, No, but there's nothing worse than a hot room. No. you got to get that breeze And I have a giant golden doodle and a little Maltese that just, like, lay on top of me. Um, But so we cracked the window... And we got in bed that night, and I just kind of had creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. And then, have you ever heard that saying where, like, if you smell sulfur or rotten eggs, mm-hmm. there's, like, a demon yeah. in the room? So that's all I could smell. <gasps> and I was like, no, no, you're, like, getting into your head. You're yeah. making this up. It's and like the rotten meat smell, yes. they say, right? Yep. And um, then my husband was like, what is that smell? And I was like, <gasps> don't smell anything. <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, but our room smelled like it all night and it was like, and so I was just thinking of all the stories I heard and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I attracted this energy to me while I woke up in the morning and read a story about how the Great Salt Lake had caused people to call because I guess that smell is also related to natural gas leaks. And I guess the sulfur in the Salt Lake was just really bad that night. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That made me feel a lot better. Well, glad it's not a demon. Just the stinky lake. The gross, um, great salt lake that has zero <laughs> purpose but burning up your skin. And, I know. Like, yeah. People don't get in it, right? No. I don't think so. Well, so what I also learned um, talking to everyone about their ghost stories is that I feel like when people do have an encounter, it's mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. And you can tell the person telling the story has so much fear than how it sounds. Mm-hmm. I knew telling my own like, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, your cheeks got so red. Because I don't yeah. really talk about when I had an encounter. Are you going to today? I will. I'll <laughs> save that one for last. Um. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Only if you want. Yeah. No, it's a good one. Okay. Um, but some of my friends there were telling me um, one of the girls, her parent, her dad bought a house. And the house was sold as is mm-hmm. with all of the furniture inside of it. Okay. He didn't like any of the furniture. He got rid of everything except for a rocking chair. 
which chills. Did you just like set yourself up to be in a scary movie? Like, why would you keep? I'm just picturing Annabelle. Yes. Yep. So, um, they'd been living in that house for a while, and um, she thought she could see Santa Claus all the time. Oh. (laughs) And she thought, like, she was just a firm, hardcore believer in Santa because she saw him and thought, "Oh, he's checking, literally checking to see if I'm good." You know. How old was she? This was just growing up throughout okay. the year. So I don't think it was, like, for um, a long amount of time, I don't think, but for a few years at least. Okay. Um, and then the dad ended up getting the rocking chair out of storage and bringing it out, like, oh, we kept this. We should mm-hmm. bring it out. So he brought it and put it into his bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then he woke up to it rocking. <laughs> and he stood up and, and looked at it. Wait, did you feel that cold air? No, don't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Always. Um, And he would see a woman sitting in the chair. No. Yes. And um, so he moved the chair out of his room. (laughs) Thank goodness. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't burn it at this point, (laughs) but okay. Go on. Um, And then he had heard his daughter talk about her sightings of Santa. Santa. And um, he he was always just like, you're a kid. It's your imagination. Yes, it's your imagination. And then... He saw the woman dancing with this old man in front of their fireplace and was like, okay, there's something going on in this house that we've got to get checked out. So he was actually gone on a work trip Mm -hmm. far away in Alaska. And he went and got like a reading, like an energy reading. Mm -hmm. And without him saying anything, they said, you have two spirits living in your house. Jaw drop, guys. (laughs) And the woman has good vibes. She's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but the man doesn't have good intentions being in your home. Okay, I actually really just got, like... Yeah, well, so and because the daughter was seeing him the most. Right. That, like, ooh. Exactly. Like, okay. that can't be a good feeling to know that there's, like, a negative energy in your home. Mm-hmm. So he went home and got people to come and sage his home, cleanse good. his home. Yeah. Got rid of the rocking chair. Good. And then they quit experiencing the activity. All but right. I found that crazy that they could pick that up when he wasn't even near his home. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. That's really cool, though. Right? But also, does that mean it, like, attached to him at all? Or no, they just knew what was going on in his home. It sounded like it was his home, but I'm sure it sounds like they were pretty extensive with their clearing mm-hmm. of energies. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully. Yeah. I don't think they live in the house anymore either, so who um, knows? Speaking of houses, sorry, this is kind of a jump, but this is, like, a true crime I'm sure you know this. Okay, you know Mackenzie Lewick. Yes. It was from Utah, all of that. I'm in this, like, Facebook group. That house is up for sale right oh, now. Wow. Well, it's, like, in foreclosure and, like, going to be for sale. Selling it furnished. I'm like, no. um, are you going to mention, like, the hooks Do in have to? the ceiling or, like, yeah. the remains in the backyard? Like, no I mean, hopefully they got everything, but... I'm like, some poor person's going to have no clue and buy this home. Like, I'm so freaked out by that. That is just, like, open up on Zillow. wasn't it, like, an Airbnb for a minute, too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he used it as an Airbnb. Yes, that's what Um, it was. Also, when that happened, you totally dove into this case, right? Yes. Did you go look at the Airbnb reviews? No. That's such a good idea. This guy had written, like, the week before. 
Oh my gosh. And I'm sure, I know it was just like a freak coincidence and I'm sure he literally like still cringes, but he was like, great room, dark downstairs, slept like the dead. No. I know. I know. I'm sure he wanted to throw up when he found out what happened. Like, oh, that is, that's an awful story. It was so, I maybe we'll cover it one day, but I also feel like it's very fresh well and, and it's local. still ongoing I yeah mean, so i mean much more the trial hasn't even really kicked off has it no i don't think so so yeah sorry little tangent but no. when you're thinking of like buying fully furnished homes i was like you don't. don't i mean you don't know you don't they don't know what happened in the house before they moved in and why no. that old couple was yeah there so exactly wild i know okay i have another one for you it's okay. from my sister-in-law okay she's moved around the country a lot um, and she's lived in some historical homes. Cool. So she's um, a personal chef. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. Spooky. <laughs> I'm the biggest baby. Yikes. Oh, okay. Well, this will get you going then. Okay. Um, so she lived um, – she's a personal chef. Mm-hmm. And um, she Amazing. lived in oh, – She's the best cook. Um. And she lived in this historical home, mm-hmm. and she was working in the basement of this historical house, and um, she had just come in, and she was catching up on some paperwork, and the owner of the house came downstairs where she was and was really upset, and she said that when she had walked into the kitchen, all of the um, burners were on, on the stove. Oh, and she was like, why did you leave all of the <laughs> all of these on? And yeah. she was like, that wasn't me, like... I didn't do it. And she was just kind of like, well, then how could it have happened? She was like, I have no idea. And then a few days later, they were in the same house. And she was again in the basement. And she could hear heavy footsteps above her, but she was there alone. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, the owners are home. Like, I should go see if they need anything from me. And when when she got upstairs, no one was there, but every cupboard in the kitchen was open. And so she just assumed... The owners were looking for something. But who, like, leaves the cupboards open? She's very logical. So the fact that she told me these stories... You know it's true. Yes. Because she just thought, oh, the owner's looking for something. Yeah. And she went through the whole house to find them, and no one was there. She was home alone. Yes. And then um, the owners ended up moving out of that house to make renovations, Mm -hmm. which we always know. I feel like that kicks up yeah activity with ghosts right yeah um but so she um went over to take some pictures of the kitchen and take some measurements for the renovations Mm -hmm. and she walked in with the owners and they saw a figure move out of the kitchen and the house kind of goes in a big circle Mm -hmm. and the owners were like oh why didn't you go see who that was and then they heard the swinging doors that connected the rooms Mm -hmm. and they were like oh we'll go meet them off this way you go that way yeah and they just met (gasps) and there was no one there and i mean the doors to the house were locked behind them they were kind of like automatic locking doors yeah so they knew that no one in the house or no one had been in the house um which is really creepy. And then same house, uh-huh. move out. Wait, where was this again? In D.C. In D.C. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, so my sister-in-law was cleaning the first floor of the house. Mm-hmm. And um, she started down the main hallway. And above that is another hallway with another staircase that goes okay. to the left. And she heard a big thud. 
and a picture hit the wall right next to her head and fell to the what? floor. Yes. And there was no pictures hanging in that hallway. So she was like, where like, where did this, even where did come, this from? come from? So she went to go show the owners, like, I found this frame. Like, where was it hanging in the staircase or something? And it had been hanging on the opposite hall on the opposite, like, side of where she had been on a no. story above her. No. <laughs> yes. So it fell. I mean, someone just threw it at her basically is how she felt that's like one of those moments where you're like if i would have looked up a second earlier would i have seen it floating like yes i know or now everyone has those and that's scary that it came at her though yes like that's very malicious yeah it didn't sound like good no energies at all bad intentions for sure exactly that is Um, so scary i know she she has a lot of really good stories i wish i could remember more i'm gonna have to get more details from her on some other ones but i remember also Um, the house they were living in was pretty close to that one. Mm -hmm. Um, and she has two little boys and they were upstairs in bed and one of them had come down and asked for like a snack or something and they put him back up to bed and then he came down the stairs again and they were like, get to bed. Like you don't need a glass of water or whatever. And, um, he just stood there. So, um, her husband got up to follow him and he ran up the stairs and so he chased him and looked, and both of the boys were sleeping <laughs> in their rooms. What? Like, dead asleep. Yes. So their house was haunted as well. I was like, I don't know how More you chills. survived working there. Like, yeah. Your workplace is haunted. Your home is haunted. Everything is. Well, that makes you wonder if it was, like, with them. But it seems like it was all different. Yeah. Spirits. Yeah, it does. And I just feel like areas just like that area. where they were, there's just mm-hmm. so much residual energy. You never really know, but that oh was scary. Gosh. Runs up the stairs. And yeah. Both asleep. I don't know why the thought of like child spirits scare oh, me too. Oh yeah. No no no. <laughs> right? I hundred percent agree. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's it's a different level. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it doesn't make quite a lot of sense, but yeah. Yeah. Um. So my last story for you is okay. my own. Okay. Um. It's not that crazy, but. Genuinely so scary. Yeah. Um, So all of my husband's family lives up in Seattle. Mm -hmm. They actually live on an island a couple hours north called Camino Island. Mm -hmm. And um, my husband and I had just moved down here. And so we flew back up there for Thanksgiving um, to see everybody. And we took a really early morning flight out on Thanksgiving Day. Um, And I'm not a good flyer. Mm Mm-hmm. So I didn't sleep very well that night. Mm-hmm. And then we got there. Well, you're always anxious about, like, am I going to, is my alarm going to go Am I going to miss my alarm? Miss the mm-hmm. flight? Yes. Yes. Um, so we get up there. And by the time we get up there, because the, the island's about two hours from the airport, mm-hmm. um, everything's going. Like, it's not yeah. like we have time to take a nap. So we just stay up all day and have Thanksgiving dinner with everybody. And then my um, mother-in-law and sister-in-law love to Black Friday shop. Mm-hmm. I'd never gone, so it was like a rite of passage I go. Yeah. Um, so, Wild. And I was so tired. I was like, how am I going to do this? Because yeah. um, it's later for me, technically. Well, yeah, and you had because like of the not time change. Well and, yes. Yeah. So I was like, just power through. It's one night. <laughs> so we went out shopping with all the crazy people, and we were out for a really long time, and we ended up getting home at like 2.30, 3 mm-hmm. in the morning. And 
I went upstairs to the room that we were staying in and it is the bedrooms that they had upstairs um, are joined by like a Jack and Jill bathroom. Mm-hmm. And um, our friend had stayed over in the first one and then you continued on the hallway and I opened up our um, bedroom door and I thought my husband was standing right there, but it was pitch black. Like I didn't want to wake anybody up and I kind of jumped back and then I was like, oh no, like nothing's there. You're just tired and weird. Um, but I just had this really awful feeling. Mm -hmm. So I just like went and got straight into bed, didn't get ready for bed at all. And my husband was dead asleep. He's a great sleeper. Aren't most men? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my husband's not at all. Poor guy. One of the few. Yeah. My husband just falls asleep and stays asleep. I swear I like breathe and Britain's like, you woke me up. That's me. That's me. But, um, so I was just sitting on the bed and I couldn't stop staring over in the corner where the door to the bedroom was because mm-hmm. I just. Unsettled. Yes. And I couldn't sleep and that woke me up. I was like, man, I yeah. wish I was this awake when we were shopping. And I lay there for about 30 minutes and then I just was like, I'm going to wake Ryan up. I cannot be awake like this. I was starting to like shiver. I was getting so scared and I was like, oh. you are working this into nothing. So I started to shake Ryan, and um, right then I heard um, shuffling footsteps, like thun, 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 all the way over to my bed, and it was very loud, mm-hmm. and I froze, and then the loudest bang underneath our bed that I've ever heard, my husband shot out of the bed, and his friend came running in from the Jack and Jill bathroom. No. He thought a gun had gone off in our room. <gasps> It was so loud. Everyone in the house woke up to it. And um, oh, full you could feel everywhere. the bang. Like you could yeah, feel show, like... it boom our whole bed. And everyone was like, oh, I don't know what that was. And went to sleep. They're like, Never- see ya. Have a good and night. I was like crying. Like yeah. tears were coming out of my eyes. I was so scared. And I made a sleep with the light on. Yeah. I didn't sleep again. And... um they don't live in that house anymore, but I wouldn't have stayed in that room. Like, oh, wait, so was that your only night there, or we were there for a couple nights? But um, I feel like we moved into the other bedroom. Okay, because Smart. our friend only stayed for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But um, oh, I I really have like I told that story the other day at my sister's house, and my sister had never heard it because I really, <laughs> I it like it scares you that it bad. Really it's not like a me. fun one to tell. No, it was really in like the noise of the footsteps coming over. I bet you'll never get that. I will out of never your head. get it out of my head. No, it was very scary. Well, and I also feel like in those situations when you're laying in the dark, you like when you're staring at the dark, you kind of so it's yes. such a just unsettling. You're exactly. like, am I just being? Is the dark just playing? Well, tricks yeah, on it's me? kind of like um, what do they call that when you're asleep? Uh, sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Yeah, where um, they say. Your brain's trying to get you not to move because mm-hmm. it thinks you're sleeping. Yeah. Um, but you're awake. Yeah. And so you can see things like dark figures or something like that. Oh, but you were awake. It's not like you I had was fallen wide. asleep. I was sitting up, up in oh bed. Um, I'm so sorry. Out of nervousness. This happened to you. Oh, so scary. I and bet you were kind of like not glad, but it was good. There was a noise, so everyone believed no, you. No, I felt validated. Yeah, Because exactly. the footsteps came and I was like what am I going to do? How am I going to like explain this? Explain no this. one's going to believe me. And then the fact that everyone heard the bang and my really great sleeper of a husband just bolted out Shot. of bed. Yeah. Like everyone really thought it was a gun had misfired or gone off or something oh in the house. It just, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yes. 
Well, thank you for sharing You're that welcome. story. Um, Britain's literally gone for a week. Oh, and I'm, I'm not gonna so sleep sorry. Just no. This me is... retelling that the other day, I didn't sleep with my husband with me. Yeah. So I feel for you. Um. Wow. Well, that was a good one. I'm so glad to have <laughs> you back again. Thank you so me much too. for coming, everyone. Don't forget to go get your brows fluffy and beautiful and fixed because we all <laughs> need it. But yeah, go check out the brow hive, Brad. <laughs> He's like, when's my appointment? But don't tweeze in between. No, don't. We'll do it for you. Yep. Yeah. I don't don't even own tweezers, please. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you so much to my new listeners and to my loyal listeners. Love you all the same. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs> good week, guys. Bye. <laughs>